It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome to Monday, October the 2nd. Hope the weekend was a good one at your place, and if you were in other people's places, perhaps checking out Real Real estate across the weekend. I hope that you either found the right property or perhaps you were lucky enough to transact on one. Gee, that would have made the weekend pretty special. And of course, talking of special, we are at that very watchful stage today. Not that it's really special. We are waiting with anticipation tomorrow for the RBA announcement. Australia's annual inflation rate we mentioned last week. It edged up to 5.2% in August from July's 4.9%. But despite this increase, ANZ economist Adelaide Timbrell, who we talked to, she believes it's unlikely to prompt the Reserve Bank of Australia to raise the official cash rate. And she is not alone. There are plenty of economists that are thinking the same, that tomorrow there will be once again another pause. Of course, the RBA might be decreasing the cash rate as early as April of next year. And this morning, once again, we are catching up with Asti Mariasmo, the chief economist from PRD. And a very good morning to you, Asti. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Good morning. Good morning. I can't believe we're in October. Yep. Well, of course, we are on that wind down heading into Christmas. And you know what? I've lost track of how many of these RBA announcements. Are we up to what? 187 today? (laughs) It does seem like that, doesn't it? Especially because they do do it on a monthly basis. Although there is going to be a change in terms of how many times they meet. But it does seem like it's what we talk about on a monthly basis. I think everyone is keeping a much closer eye on these movements on a monthly basis and the first Tuesday of the month is awaiting. What's the count? I've I've actually lost count. (laughs) Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm right there with you in terms of losing count. I mean, it's been quite a journey since pre-COVID and then during COVID. And, you know, if we think of it that there's 11 announcements every year and it's been since 2019, which is roughly, what now, five? Is that five years ago? Oh, my God, that is five years ago. Then, yes, you're talking about 55-ish. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's certainly a lot. And I guess if we come back in just a moment, we'll break it all down, shall we, Asti, in terms of uh, some of uh, your predictions this morning. And I, I think that there's a sort of a good chance that it's going to remain. But we'll, we'll talk all about that in just a moment when we come back. As I said, we're on the eve of yet again another RBA announcement. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help 
help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. Well, if you were shopping for food over the weekend, no doubt that pain continues. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and she said an interesting thing. She does her grocery shopping once a fortnight. She's got children. It's a, it's a reasonable spend. And she said that despite the fact that she buys the same sorts of food every fortnight, she will see different pricing on different items. Now, that is just across a two-week period. So no wonder the groceries are out of control. You know, if you have a look back to the 1970s, grocery prices in Australia were significantly lower, even when adjusted to dollar values today. Day. I mean, from the 1970s, you'd be buying a loaf of bread for 25 cents, milk approximately 15 cents a litre, eggs roughly 30 cents for a dozen, butter about 50 cents for a 250 kg block, and beef approximately $1 per kilogram, and chicken the same, $1 per kilogram of chicken. But those days, unfortunately, are long gone. Now, if you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday for October the 2nd. Sting is celebrating today. He's turning 72. And also Fiona in St Kilda. She is turning 49. And thank you for your email, Fiona. And do you have a favourite police song? Plenty of good ones to choose from. Mine, hands down, would have to be Roxanne. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's check out the weather. First we go to Sydney, no need for the brolly. Sunshine today, 24 degrees. No raincoat required for Melbourne either. Fine weather with 28 degrees. In fact, fine weather in Brisbane, blue skies, same temperature too, 28. And 18 degrees in Perth today, but unfortunately expecting some showers. The showers to ease. We are your local source for unbiased expert insights into the world of real estate. We are not a real estate company. Our only objective is to help you better understand the real estate market. And we are back on your Monday morning with economist Asti Mariasmo and just a day away from another RBA announcement. All right, Asti, here we go. Let's throw the ball to you and tell us your thoughts. What do you think is likely to happen tomorrow? Look, it's one of those times that, uh, you know, we didn't expect the inflation to go up slightly in August. Um, We all thought that it was going to keep on going down. And although, you know, the RBA did say in their latest statement of monetary policy, which they released in August, they indicated that we would peak at just a little over 4.0%, roughly around 4.2-4.3%. And currently we are at 4.1%. So even if there is an increase, um, which I will personally think that it's unlikely at the moment, given all of the cost of living and the uncertainties that we're facing, we are quite near to that peak of 42 43 
What do you say about the the new reserve governor? Because you don't really want to come out with your first announcement and uh, raise that bar. If I'm in that position, I'd, I'd be sort of erring on the, the side of caution a little bit. It is quite a tough position to be in. It, it's one of the positions that I don't really envy, to be honest with you, just because everyone is looking at your space and they're really, you know, really watching what you're doing, especially because many is still sort of getting over from what happened with the previous RBA governor and how, you know, there was a promise of cash rate not being held, not going up, sorry, for a while. Um, but then it did go up quite suddenly and quite significantly in a very short space amount of time. And that's, you know, took everyone by surprise and shook everyone as well. So it is definitely, you know, a position that I don't envy. But at the same time, the RBA is very much so committed to pulling down inflation rate, getting it as much as um, possible sooner than later to that 2 to 3% target rate. So mm-hmm. it is what they want to do. Yeah, and if it does go up, there's a possibility that it, it could go up 25 basis points. We've still got the lowest cash rate, though, when you look around other countries. Yes, we do. And I think this is very important to um, put forward to everyone is that, you know, we do feel the pain here in Australia, of course, but we're not the only country that is going through an increasing cash rate sort of environment. Other countries around the world is doing the same. Some have held it just like we're we're holding it at the moment for two, three months, and then they've increased it again. No one is in a position at the moment to decrease or cut the cash rate. So we are in the same boat as you know a lot of other countries and other countries like the UK, the USA, Canada, even our friends across the pond in New Zealand, they're projecting that they will peak at anywhere between 55 to 6% for their cash rate. So us peaking at say 4.2 to 4.3 is still much lower than all other economies um, around us. And just sort of dovetailing off the back of that, of course, what it's doing is it it is creating this high demand but low stock level. So, you know, it's a sort of a catch-22. It is. It is. And when it comes to the cash rate, we all know that the cash rate does play a major part in people's borrowing power. Um, It also plays a major part in people's household budgets and whether you could whether it's stable whether you have to you know try and plan for another extra 100 or 200 dollars and right now with the cash rate being held steady we have seen more people coming back to the property market we're seeing higher auction clearance rates across all capital cities we're seeing more people at open homes we're seeing properties um, being sold or on offer within you know three five seven days of it in the market. So it does have that sort of danger catch-22 effect because house prices does make a large component of inflation rate. And if house prices go up, then inflation rate will most likely go up as well. And we're kind of at that danger end too with the the spending. Just in terms of confidence, because there is this little bit of a danger, isn't there, where we we start to feel a little bit confident about uh, where we are with that cash rate, where we are with the with the the spending on housing, etc. Suddenly, it doesn't take much for that confidence to 
just uh, increase the, the spending and that can be a bit of a danger, especially this time of the year heading into Christmas. It definitely is. I mean, from a consumer confidence perspective, the latest data does show that consumer confidence sits at about 78% or 78 index points, um, which is still a low consumer confidence because you need 100 index points for it to be positive. And we have seen a fluctuation almost on a month-by-month basis, really, depending on the cash rate, whether people are feeling a little bit more confident or less confident or the same as before. And although confidence overall is still very low, um, it is an improvement from the last couple of months. And when there is an improvement in confidence, it does translate to people spending just a little bit more because they feel that their household budgets are a little bit more secure and that perhaps the RBA has finished with its cash rate increases. All right, uh, Asti, you have yourself a fantastic Monday and we will wait and see what happens from the new governor tomorrow and enjoy your Monday. Thank you, you too. We don't just deliver you the latest real estate news, we live it, we breathe it. Just run those numbers again because there will be people listening to you for the very first time. This kind of highlights the point of the value that you can find in Harvey Bay. You can buy brand new house and land package in Harvey Bay on a 600 square metre block of dirt, modern contemporary brick home, four two and two, so four bed, two bath, double lock up garage for 525 to 575, depending on the inclusions you want. You can be to the beach or esplanade just about from anywhere in 10 or 15 minutes. And that property today, they'll comfortably return 580-600 a week. Join us for a deep dive into the world of real estate. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.